Welcome, one and all, to the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, America's number one choice for... Number one. Number one choice uh, for freedom podcasts when, when you ask... I'm trying to think of something right now. <laughs> when you ask the prisoners... <laughs> When you ask all the prisoners in prison, the number one choice of freedom podcast, because, you know, those guys are those guys are actually dreaming of their freedom. Right. So they must yeah. watch the Who Move My Freedom podcast. They have to. Yeah, they have to watch it. It's got to be the number one thing. That can't be a fake thing, even though we are technically making it up. But, hey, we are here. You guys are all here. Um, it's as uh, Lewis five 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 says. I guess it's Taco Tuesday. Should we name every day? That's a good question right there. Should we name every day? Should we do like free for all Monday, uh, Taco Tuesday? I don't know. Talk tactical Taco Tuesday. I don't know. Just make a, a day for every day. Wet Wednesdays. <laughs> oh, I like wet Wednesdays. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, thought but I, I guess thought it Thursdays. On who it I don't is. know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Thought Thursdays. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> friendly Fridays. I have no idea. But you guys can let us know. Let us know right now if you have ideas for that. Also, obviously, it's getting harder and harder around here to come up with um, our own accolades. Sometimes in life, you have to give your own self accolades. And if you've got some awesome accolades for us, they don't need to be real. They could be totally uh, fabricated, not fabricated. Uh, we appreciate all of that. Let us know. First thing I want to remind everyone of as we're getting into all of this, go to HankStrange.com, of course. Smash the thumbs ups here on the video. Um, if you're watching the video, if you're listening to this, share it. Whatever you guys can do, it all helps. Uh, but on HankStrange.com, Lola's got the email list. She's got Lola's deals on there. Uh, you guys can save some money and, and help us get a couple of shekels by going there. Oh, oh, here's one. Here's one. This is from Appalachian Gunrunner. And I'm going to give him the applause for this, even though I haven't read it yet. App Appalachian Gunrunner says, get ready for a really big shoe. Coming to you live from an apocalypse van. Uh, <laughs> uh, van. Hosted by the sexiest man alive with a mohawk, run by his lovely wife, and uh, and host to many colorful guests. At that point, I will put Richard Hoffman up there. Uh, yeah, I guess we could say he's <laughs> we could say he's colorful. Uh, so we're gonna jump into this. Big shout out to Barnules, makers of performance steel ammunition. Look, I've got some nine millimeter here. I'm even gonna open up the precious. Uh, open it up. Oh. Some nine millimeter. There we go. Ooh. Oh, be jealous. Nine millimeter in the house. Can you guys even? I don't know if you guys can even see. No, it's this. out of focus. Yeah, it's not. It's never going to be in focus here either. There we there go. Boom. Nine millimeter. Nine millimeter. Nine millimeter. Okay, so um, let's get this. Let's get this all kicked off here. Uh, here we go. Welcome back to the Hank Strange. Sure, you guys. Hit that subscribe button, smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. Ding 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 ding. Gotta make it up. Yeah, we don't have we don't have Walt here, so we don't have any of the sound effects. I'm dropping ammo. You can't let cannot drop the ammo. Don't drop the soap or the ammo if you're in prison. It's good news. Well, okay, don't drop the soap, but if you have ammo in there, 
Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you to say. You might be able to buy some favors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> like, let's don't see. pop me in the keister. <laughs> right, absolutely. Make sure you guys share this out there if you can. We appreciate all of that. Um, this is episode 759 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. My host, there he is, the man, the myth, the legend, Run D M Richard Hoffman from of BWE <laughs> Firearms. It's more like, well, I would say it's more like got the runs. Richard oh boy. <laughs> But uh, I, I can't get the runs anymore because I poop in a bag now. Oh boy, that's yeah. How you feeling? <laughs> how's uh, how's life treating you, man? Man, I am feeling really good. You are. I mean, okay. considering considering I've got cancer, I haven't felt this good in probably five or ten years. Really? They have you hopped up uh, on some drugs? What's going on? No, uh, they got my. Uh, hemoglobin when i went in was at a five mm -hmm. and i'm just over 12 i think 12.2 now uh and that's that's the stuff that gives all your organs oxygen in your blood mm -hmm. and so the only thing i can figure you know is that because i'm getting oxygen to all my organs including my noggin mm -hmm. uh I just feel energized, you know. I've been coming out here, you know, they finally cleared me last week to work in the shop. Okay. And, you know, I came out here and I've been working all day long and going in, eating dinner, coming back out and working another four hours or so. Wow. So okay. I'm, I'm starting to get some stuff done. Yeah, so you're getting in like half a day's pretty much, right? Half a day's? Oh, I'm getting in. I'm getting in a full eight to nine hours in the shop. Okay. You all know, right. and then I'm, you know, then I've got all the the stuff inside, emails and phone calls mm -hmm. and all that other crap that you know mm -hmm. takes up hours and hours to do. Mm -hmm. So for all the but, all the folks who are waiting uh, patiently to get their hands on yes. some BWE goodies. Stuff's yes, on the things way, right? are things are starting to. I'm starting to get some stuff done. Awesome, awesome. We got a super chat here. Let's throw it up there and smash. Money, the money, 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 money. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. That always makes you laugh. Shout out to Gorillas and Guns. Uh, we got two bucks from uh, Flying Rich. He says, uh, "Let's see what he put up here." Flying Rich says, "BWE Firearms is my favorite, Richard." Yeah. He means his favorite dick, but you know, Yeah. Uh yes. That's well, what he really means. But yeah. He's yeah. trying to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you would be Richard and he would be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm I'm a dick a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm rem <laughs> Yeah, you know, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Armament and Axis says what does BWE stand for anyway? Uh it actually stands for Brayton, which is my grandfather's last name, who mm -hmm. was one of the people who got me into shooting. Mm -hmm. Wigand, who is my blood father's last name. Okay. I was born a Wigand, mm -hmm. and then I was adopted by my stepfather. Mm -hmm. um, and Everett, who is my mom's 
new husband who helped me financially to get PWE started. How many daddies did you have? We should call this the Who Is My Daddy episode. Oh, my God. How many many daddies did I have? I'm telling you. I'm sure there was some sugar daddies mixed One, in there, but you know two, I don't want to. I don't want to put any of your business out there if you don't want it out there. <laughs> I had, I had, uh, uh, I had three official daddies that really? were all married to my mom. <laughs> Whoa! What's uh, the, is that something that could be spoken about? Or yeah, I mean, what's how did that happen? Uh, it's like uh, all my parents, and I'm talking all my parents. Mm-hmm. They all get married like three times oh, so wow. far. Yeah. So, you know, it just keeps going on and on and on, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You're it like that freaks- old school. You're old school. You know when, when people say, now, oh, I got two daddies or three daddies. I don't know what's going on in the yeah. world. But you're old school on that, I guess. Oh, yeah. I'm old school on that. Wow. You know, I don't even know how many mamas I got. I gave <laughs> up counting a long time ago. Wow. Okay. So, did you get a lot of presents? I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to figure. No. Out. Was this beneficial? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. It's like Richard. Who? Who the hell are you? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Um. Uh, there you go. Uh. Oh, by the way, Special K says BWE is his favorite firearms. Uh. Appalachian Gunrunner. Shout out to him. He says really happy to see Richard, Richard feeling better. He's always been one of my favorite guests of the show. He's hilarious and knowledgeable, entertaining and informed. Does this guy, did he ever meet you? Today, we're, um, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting to get into chemo. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, something, something happened there with the internet. I missed what you said. I was, yeah, reading, we got that. A little, yeah, I was uh, reading that message from, uh, Appalachian Gunrunner. What were you saying? Yeah. Well, uh, Tonight could have been an interesting show because I'm waiting to start my chemo treatments and we're waiting on the damn insurance company to approve all the drugs. They've approved two of the four. I They're going to shoot into me mm-hmm. and we're waiting on them to approve the other two. And we were hoping they'd have it approved so I could start today. So, mm-hmm. well, that didn't happen. So, okay. You okay. Know, bastards. You know, I, yeah. I want to get this thing let's get it rocking and rolling and yeah. get it over with yeah uh hopefully we'll get it you know what if you could just center yourself a little bit since it's me and you the two of us here yeah when i'm going to the screen, screen yeah yeah okay. i don't know if you can move the camera there we go boom i see some uh, beautiful go. beautiful guns behind you by the way yes uh, which way do i uh, i gotta very, move that way some very good uh, awesomeness back there now your head looks like it's in that machine behind you <laughs> yeah ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Here, wait a minute. Can I do this? Wait a minute. Can you could touch reach? the machine. You could touch the machine. There you go. You could touch the Here, machine. Ready? Yeah. I'm going to slam my head in the door. Uh, okay, as long as the guns don't fall, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Even if they fall, I know somebody who can refinish them. Yeah, well, that's true. There you go. He's kind of a jackass, but, you know. <laughs> uh, Night Train says third time is a charm. By the way, shout out to Night Train. I think, uh, you know, let me see who else. Everyone's commenting on that. Oh, Chris Bullis says, my dad was married three times. There you go. Rain says, looking good, Richard. Oh, these guys. You know what? I didn't realize you were so such a, 
you were such uh, so such attractive. a superstar. Yeah, so attractive to the yeah. to the very macho dudes out there, you know. Well, if if they want to see how bad it was, all they need to do is go to those videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you posted you posted the Uzi video mm-hmm. from when I was up there last, mm-hmm. and I think was I in the STG video? Yeah, you were. I uh, think, but it wasn't very much. No. But if you if they watch the Uzi video, they can see how shitty I looked. Yeah. Did I put all of the videos we did up? I'm not sure. There was something. I there don't was, think you have. No, because I think there's some other guns you were shooting. There was something else you were testing here that I did video. Of. Yeah. I need to go back. Oh man, my my editing uh, my editing list or whatever <laughs> is too long. Yeah. I don't even want to see. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I've been working on a video for the last um, for the last uh, couple of days, but which uh, more than likely, I don't I don't want to get too in depth into it, but more than likely people will not see on my channel, but they'll see somewhere else. So I've been working on that. It's just like a ton of things um, to yeah. edit. So uh, Armament and Axis says, did you see they launched a Starlink satellite today? I I, I think Walter was telling me that earlier yeah uh i missed the launch we can see the launches right out our front door we just mm-hmm. walk out the front door if we happen to know they're launching one we can just walk out the front door and watch mm-hmm. it go up yeah so okay so you're you're pretty close to the to the um we're we're to the launch pads uh, about 60 miles they're like 60 maybe 70 miles uh straight east of us Okay. I mean, you come out our front door, and if you just head east, you will hit the launch pads eventually. Oh, wow. You know, so we miss we miss them going up the first, you know, I don't know, couple hundred feet or something, mm-hmm. and then we can see them over the trees. And Cool. Can you hear it? That is cool. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we can hear it. That's cool at night. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. When they blast those off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and the... Spe- the Go ahead. Listen. Go ahead. No, I'm listening. Uh, when they uh, were still running the space shuttle, mm-hmm. when they landed here, it came in on approach right over our house, oh, and you get the sonic booms from the space what? shuttle going by. <laughs> nice. It's like first couple of times. Like, what the hell was that? <laughs> oh, it's a space shuttle. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Shout out to Edward Andrews out there. Kathy Music Lover says, I can see, what is this? I can see Alaska from my house. So she's Sarah Palin, basically. Yeah. Um, Louis555 says, my dad got married seven times and I have eight brothers, all different mom. Damn. Boom. Badassery right there. Because, you know, his dad was a player. Would you ever do that? Would you do that? Uh, I know you got a couple of kids. Would you, uh, you know, if you could, if you could actually survive having, um, you know, seven, seven different wives? No. <laughs> would you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nikki and I have been married for 33 years. We just figured, well, it'll be 33 years in October. Wow. Congratulations. Um, and, uh, We've both talked about it, and it's like we don't care if we get divorced or one of us dies. Mm-hmm. Screw that. We're not getting married again. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Tools and Targets. I don't know. I would have to check this. Tools and Targets says, "Am I the only one who 
misread the stream title as BBW. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to let you guys figure out what that means. I'm not even... Uh, <laughs> um, Big-bottomed <yeah>. women. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's one of the interpretations. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so that's... Uh, listen, man, uh, I think... You know, as long as you've got brothers and stuff like that, that's awesome. You know, it doesn't matter how it goes out. You know, everyone's got these little complications in their thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have no problem. Uh, Chris Bullis says, I have four kids with two different mamas. Okay. That's another thing. That's different from getting married seven times. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, as long as you... Here's my thing. I don't even think most people should even get married. Okay, um, I I really don't think that. Um, I probably I'm I'm very fortunate that I met Lola obviously and I got married. I never thought I was gonna, um, I never thought I was gonna get married. But I think you should have as many babies Neither as you did could your afford. Parents. No, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they did it. <laughs> you know, I'm probably the one person in my I've probably been married out of my siblings the longest. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think my sister's still married, but, you know, yeah, you know, uh, we, my people don't do marriage very well. That's the best, <laughs> best way to put that, I guess. But here's what I think. I think a dude should have as many kids as he could afford to take care of. You know, if you could, if then you that could would be zero. If you, well, yes, if you're, if you're broke and you can't take care of kids, don't have any. Yeah. If you have money, like if I was a billionaire or something, instead of being like Bill Gates, I'll be trying to, I'll try to be like Genghis Khan. I'm, I want to have all the babies. Yeah. With all the ladies. Everybody related to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we're all rolling around with a little bit of that Genghis Khan uh, blood in us. So, you know, um, uh, LV Louis Cypher says you should see a shrink before getting a marriage license. I don't know if it's for everyone. How did you, let me ask you this, right? Since it's just me and you, no one's listening. It's just me and you. I don't know if there's okay. people out there. I don't see the thumbs up. So <laughs> uh, they're going to have to smash those thumbs ups to let us know they're out there. And by the way, if you guys want to ask Richard questions, please feel free to ask us questions. We will we will answer those questions. Uh, but here's my question. Uh, Maybe I, I, you'll I like answer them. Oh, oh I'll, okay. So <laughs> what uh, what was it that, like when you met your wife, what made you? Did you immediately know, like, hey, I want to get married to this chick, or how, you know? Yeah, it was that goddamn miniskirt she was wearing. Oh, that's a that's a plaid miniskirt. That's it. Playing pool. It's like that's it. <laughs> is that the trick? <laughs> <laughs> it is with me, you know. <laughs> yeah. See, John Tram is with me. He should, should have a whole bunch of kids. Um. And Tools and Target says, me and my wife got married after 12 years together, mainly for the financial stuff. If one of us uh, kicked the bucket. Understood. So how, yeah. long, how long were you guys together before you got married? About a year. Oh, a year? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was a little under a year, I think. Mm -hmm. And we got married. Everybody, oh, you're crazy. You're not going to be together in two years. And, mm -hmm. and the funny thing is it was my parents. <laughs> or whichever set of parents were like, well, you're never going to last. You got a date for much longer. Mm. Yeah. 
I've outlasted all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I always had a thing like you should know someone three years before you get married. (coughs) So that's, that's for me personally, you know, I got to make sure I could actually deal with you. So that's, uh, that's my kind of thing. Did you do the whole romantic, like get down on your knees and propose thing or not really? No, didn't do that. Uh, I had a really nice ring. Oh, you did. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got a, uh, a diamond from my great grandmother. Okay. So it's an old, so it's an old diamond and it's, I think three quarters of a carrot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my mom, is a gold or was a goldsmith uh is was she's no no longer doing it but mm-hmm. uh, i had her set the diamond in a uh white gold ring just oh, a nice. real simple white gold ring mm-hmm. and she took one of her rings she had with a bunch of little teeny diamonds mm-hmm. and uh made a wedding ring in white mm-hmm. gold for me okay and I, you know, gave Mickey that, and I said, "You want to marry me?" Mm-hmm. She said, "Yeah." Wow. My kids okay. are keep my kids keep looking at her, and when she gets mad at me, and they look at her and say, "You were the one that married him." <laughs> yeah, she got <laughs> she got hypnotized by that play. You know. You know. <laughs> you know. Don't bitch at him. You were the one stupid enough to marry him. <laughs> Uh, you know, like they, I think most of most women, man, we somehow con them when when we convince them to marry us. Oh yeah. If they really oh, know yeah. what they're getting into, they're not no, really good. They, you know. yeah. The first people probably who would want to ban marriage would be the ladies. Yeah. You know. Well, I don't know. We'll, the ladies out there can let us know what they think about it. Um, Boss Hog says, "I asked my wife to marry me after six months, and we got married four li- years later." That's a long, uh, what do you call that thing? Uh, Time? Yeah. What is it? What is engagement. the Engagement. T- engagement. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Engagement. That's a long engagement right there. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, I'm trying to see. Someone asked a question here that we can get to. Um, let's see. Where was it? Let's see. Let's see. Go back here. Is. Uh, Kathleen Music Lover wants to know what you think of about Kentucky Ballistics Boom Boom. Did you, did you see that? Are you aware of that? Oh, yeah, I did see that. Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got an opinion you know, on that? From the video, it mm-hmm. was the ammo. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've never messed with uh, any of Serbu's 50 cals, mm-hmm. um, so I can't speak on the gun. Um uh, Mm-hmm. You know, I know he wouldn't put out something substandard. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could look at the fireballs <laughs> coming off that thing. You know, when there's, you know, one round is little fireball, next round is a big fireball, next round is a little fireball, next round kaboom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was definitely crappy ammo. You know, whether it was. Uh, the powder had started to tear to to deteriorate or whether somebody tried to hand load it and didn't know what the hell they were doing you know okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah that was ammo that blew that thing up okay you know and he got lucky he got real lucky 
Yeah, I think he. I think he was lucky. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he no. he got. He's definitely going to have some scars, but yeah, you know, it could have been a lot worse than that. So. You know, I I blew up a lot of guns when I was at Inner Arms. Uh, mm-hmm. All through the '90s, I was there. And one of my jobs was uh, we'd get prototype guns in from, you know, Narenko and Starr and Walther and Rossi. And it's like the engineer would bring the guns down to me and say, here, blow this up, mm-hmm. break it. Mm-hmm. And I'd run, if it made it, and most of the guns didn't make it, mm-hmm. I would put 10,000 rounds through a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh and I broke every gun that, not every gun, but every model they sent me, I broke at least one of them. Okay. Um, the Walther P99, mm-hmm. it's the first plastic gun they made. Mm-hmm. I think it's the P99. I melted that one. Wow. Uh, I think <coughs> I got it out. I think I got about 6,000 rounds through it. Wow. Uh, we had, I think, 20 magazines, and I had 10 guys loading for me. Mm-hmm. So all I was doing is one mag as fast as I can, right after another, drop them into a box, they'd take them out, load them, bring in the loaded how many mags. Ra- how many rounds did you get through it before it melted? About, about 6,000 rounds. And this and, I was... Mean, that, thing, that thing was... A, uh, 19, that was in the 90s. And what is that? that? Is that a handgun or a rifle? Yeah, it's a handgun. Wow, so that's pretty uh, good. That's pretty good then, right? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. the Walthers held up real well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they, I never really worried about the Walthers. Mm-hmm. Let me because, see, I'm going to try to look know, this up. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew how to make the damn guns. Mm-hmm. But that was the first plastic framed gun they made and mm-hmm. that's you know i think the only other thing out there was glock at the time mm-hmm. and we just got that thing so hot that <laughs> it started to the the extension on the front under the barrel just started to droop you said it was the walther p99 i think it was uh i think it was the p99 is the plastic one was their first plastic one. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not familiar with... Uh, I'm not familiar with it. Maybe someone will tell us here um, in the chat. So, I see there's a lot of airsoft versions of them when I'm looking it up, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Is it... Okay. And it was available... Yeah, that's it. The, the P99. Yeah. Okay, P99. Huh. Yep. I mean, it's a comfortable gun to shoot, you know, not when you're mm-hmm. putting, you know, 6,000 rounds Yeah, not when you're putting or, that many rounds through it. Yeah. So, Walther P99, semi-auto yep, developed by German company called Walther, Fabrica Brody Rodum. Okay. So, so you said there were a lot of these sold here? We sold a fair amount of them, yeah. Yeah, it says uh, design work started in 1994, and the gun was presented in 1997. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I wonder, well, what are these worth out there? I have no idea. Okay. I don't don't know what anything's worth, you Mm -hmm. know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Okay. 
but yeah, I that that's the only thing I did on the Walther was melt that you know that front extension. All of a sudden, I looked and it was like that on the. <laughs> it's like what the hell is this? Mm. We called the we called the engineers over at uh, Walther and they, well, I guess we gotta look at other materials, you know, mm. other plastics. Yeah, so that and was they pretty came back, they, Okay. Go ahead. You know, it, the gun still functioned fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just the front of it was drooping, mm-hmm. um, and they they you know talked to plastic engineers over in Germany or whatever, and got some other plastic to to make it out of. Okay. Um, you know, and the other thing is how many how many people are going to shoot six thousand rounds as fast as they can out of a gun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean that gun was smoking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know what I, what I would say, what I would say with that whole thing with, uh, Kentucky ballistics, man, uh, he, he's, he's, he's a lucky dude, but it's better yeah. to die old, scarred up and, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, than to, than to die young and beautiful. So I'd rather be like an old scarred up, scratched up, uh, dude or whatever. I, it's I, better to take I'll the risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll put my scars against a lot of people's scars. Yeah, have you have you ever gotten cancer? Well, yeah, I was gonna say, have you ever been hurt by guns? Um, gotten any scars not, from guns? Yeah, I mean, you know, I got some scars on my hands and stuff mm-hmm. from, uh, you know, uh, having stuff blow up. Um, the the worst I ever got hurt was um, out of battery. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, it was a steel frame gun, mm-hmm. but the the grips just exploded, mm-hmm. and I got a bunch of you know bunch of wood in my hands. If it was a plastic gun, I would have lost fingers. Oh, That's wow. why I don't like the plastic guns. Uh, How would you have lost fingers from the plastic versus the wood? Just the way it shattered. Well, or it's it's not so much the wood; it's the mm-hmm. steel. The, you know, the front and the back of the steel frame. Mm-hmm you know, contains the explosion. Um, You know, yeah, the wood, you know, splintered and, you know, cut the hell out of me. Um, But you looked at, you know, that gun, you looked at the steel frame and the steel frame was swelled out in it. Okay. And if that that was a plastic gun, it would have just let go and I would have, you know, I would have taken the brunt in my fingers. Have you ever seen like um, so polymer guns blow up like that and people lose their fingers? Oh yeah, okay. yeah, I've seen a lot of them like that. Okay. Yeah, they they don't like out of batteries at all. Okay. All um, right. You know, if you're lucky, um, it'll blow the magazine out, and mm-hmm. you know, all the pressure will come right out the bottom of the the pistol. Yeah, the pressure is going to go for the point of least resistance. Before yeah, that's be- what you want to happen. Yeah. So, like, before we come off of that subject, what do you think about the cap on the back of that thing where you put the round in being, like, screwed in? You think that's, uh, you think that's, uh, oh, yeah. a good you idea, know. bad idea? Oh, yeah. It, okay. It's, it's fine. Okay. Uh, you know, like I said, I've never put hands on one. Mm-hmm. Um, but just looking at the video and looking at pictures of them, those are some big, heavy threads, okay. and they're they're not going to go anywhere. You okay. Know? You know, okay. yeah, they can go somewhere. 
I've seen. I mean, they went. They went somewhere off. in that particular yeah. instance for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen people um, strip the threads out of you know a bolt action rifle on the barrel. Mm-hmm. You know, they shoot it and the barrel launches down range, and mm-hmm. you know, bad things happen. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if if Mark goes through and and beefs up um, the ears that go behind that are the ears that are on the receiver that go behind that cap. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he beefs those up. I mean, they kind of don't need to because the chances of it happening are slim. Mm-hmm. You know. It's one of those deals. Where do you stop? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think as people have said, the thing is, like I think you said, it's shooting that particular round um, in there uh, with a a muzzle device on there, you know, that the plastic part, I guess, of that round can get stuck on and all that kind of stuff, not necessarily. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, and people need to be careful of especially now who they get ammo from Mm -hmm. you know i will only shoot my reloads okay i will not shoot anybody else's reloads i don't trust people enough Mm -hmm. um and factory ammo and i've seen a shit ton of bad factory ammo Mm -hmm. uh and a lot of that comes from when i was at inner arms you know i put Million, when I the ten years I was at in our arms, I think we sat down and figured out how much ammo we all went through, and I was putting through what was it a million or two million rounds a year? Wow. Okay. Um, you know, between between testing the guns, the new guns that came in, um, and doing the gunsmithing because every gun we did gunsmithing on got two magazines run through it. Mm-hmm. Um, at least two magazines. Um, so, you know, I've seen all kinds of funky ammo. I've seen, you know, uh, factory rounds where the primer was in backwards. I've seen squib rounds where there's no or little powder in the factory rounds. And it's just when you're making that much ammo, shit happens. Yeah. And ultimately, stuff's going to, you know, life, stuff's going to happen. Yeah. Um, You know. I have this question from Jen. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say Jen Champ has this question. It's a little crazy. He says, I got a question for Richard. Can you make my wheel gun full auto? Question mark. Where do I find 100 round clips for it? So that's from, that's from Gen Champ Jr. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I keep thinking there is mm-hmm. somebody developed a revolver that was full auto. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd pull the trigger and the first round uh it was turn of the century. Mm-hmm. You'd pull the trigger and the cylinder would turn and fire the first mm-hmm. round. And then there was a, a little lever on the front that would bleed off a little bit of the gas. And the lever would cycle the cylinder and it would fire the rest of them. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And I can't, you know, I can't think of what it was. Mm. You know, and it might have been one of those it was never made to. It was designed, you know, and patented, but never made. Mm-hmm. But sure, we can make a full auto revolver if you got enough money. Yeah. Um, even, uh, even like, for it to be fun, you would want to have a high magazine capacity, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, You'd want, one, like, one of those... Uh, <laughs> I mean, six rounds. shot 22 revolvers. <laughs> six rounds. It's like I shot that Ruger Mark... What was it? A Mark III? The, there's a Ruger Mark III that I shot that was full auto and suppressed. It's yeah, in the video. Yeah, yeah, it's just like it's just a just a little like that. It's, yeah, what just happened? <laughs> you know, um, well, it's it's like that damn micro Uzi I brought up that we were shooting. Oh yeah, you know, oh my god. What was the rate on? What was the rate of fire on that? It's right around two thousand rounds a minute. Uh, but what's the, so? Just, what, what's your biggest magazine that you? Uh. uh 40 rounds 40 okay yeah okay. yeah they don't last long mm-hmm. most of the this factory magazine the biggest mag is 32 rounds oh okay okay but i've got some with like extensions on it mm-hmm. that i'm working on mm-hmm. that i can get Go 40 ahead, show, rounds show that again oh okay oh look at that wait you're working on the extensions yeah i'm working on the extensions oh when is that coming out uh, as soon as I can get everything figured out with 3D printing, because I got to teach myself 3D printing first. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm I'm working on an extension because now 32 round Uzi mags are drying up. Uh, mm-hmm. You can still get the 25 rounders, but nobody wants to use the 25 rounders, mm-hmm. so they're cheap. So I thought, well, I can make a magazine extension. I've I've got a boatload of 32 round mag springs mm-hmm. and I can make a kit so people can get a 15 round magazine use the 32 round spring and my mag extension mm-hmm. and it'll be 40 rounds okay hmm. I wonder if you can go belt fed on a Uzi is that Uzi would probably be one of the easier guns to do because the top cover comes off. So you could make a whole new top part for it. Yeah, slap it in there. Yeah. Yeah. And belt. Has anyone ever done that? I'm trying to think if I've seen that in a movie. Uh, They did the... I think I've seen, like, drawings of that, but I don't know if, like, cartoons or something. I'm not sure if I've ever actually seen that. I think the... The only one I can think of mm-hmm. uh, in nine millimeter is the that upper for the uh, M sixteen uh, AR fifteen. The is that arm that, is that flight? Uh, what's the name of that company? I forgot the name. I can't remember who it is. Yeah. it's uh, they're here in Florida. I are, yeah, uh, I can't remember. But they make that nine yeah. millimeter upper, mm-hmm. and uh, is it flight light or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there's uh, the 22 belt fed uppers are a hoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they're I, not making them anymore. But I don't think I've ever shot that. 
I don't think I'll, I'll see if I can get. I'll see if I can borrow one. Yeah, man, we need to do that. So it's uh, a twenty-two. What? What's this? What's the twenty-two? What is the gun? Uh, it goes on an M sixteen, either an AR fifteen or an M sixteen. Oh, okay. and it's a, a belt fed twenty-two long rifle upper. Hmm. So you okay. you can shoot it. You know, I think. I think the biggest belt they make is 250 rounds. Hmm. Okay. You know, yeah. and it's just a whole whole lot of fun to shoot. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, let's go to American Freedom Outdoor says BWE. He says PWE, but it's BWE. I uh, pee a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting uh, old, you know. Yeah, aren't we all? Aren't we all? He says, "Is that an AK forty-seven or AK seventy-four in the background?" That is a Romanian AK. I guess it would be a forty-seven. Um, mm-hmm. Twenty-two long rifle trainer. Mm-hmm. That I'm trying to get to run full auto. Because mm-hmm. the trainers uh, were semi-auto. Hmm. And I didn't know it when I started it, but it's got a bad barrel on it. The chamber uh, is oversized for one reason or another, and it uh, blows cases. Okay. And I'm trying to get it to run. I got to fix that and then Mm -hmm. get it all fixed up so we'll have a uh, 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 22 full auto AK. Okay. Very nice. Um, uh, Walter is the only person I know so far that has one of those, but it's fun, man. Oh, yeah. 22. I love full auto 22s. Yeah. Anything. You can afford to shoot them. Yeah. 22s, man. Every, like, we all all guns should be full auto, in my personal opinion, but, you know, 22s, come on now. Oh, yeah. They're they're just fun. Yeah. You can give them to anybody. Yeah, I've never you shot know. the Gatling. So you've shot those Gatling gun twenty twos, right? You know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, I used about? to make them. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, you did used to yeah. make those. Come on, I know you got one of those uh, hidden away somewhere that you know in, in parts we could assemble. Come on, Rich. Yeah, I need I need to do that. What I need to do is get get uh, get mm-hmm. the 3D printer figured out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always had problems with my camway on mine okay. and not being quite right. Um, so it would, you know, it was, you'd get points where, you know, the crank would stop and you got to back mm-hmm. it up a little bit, and, you know, and then start. Um, so you have to like then, what pedal, do you have to pedal back on the crank and then go forward? Yeah. Or pedal have... back on it just okay. a little bit and then, you know, get a running start at the ramp. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I need to do, I, I pretty much know what I've got to do to fix it. Mm-hmm. But trying to machine that and get it right is a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I need to get the 3D printer, get that figured out, and then start printing the gamways. Yeah. Walter says. So I can test it. Yeah. Walter says his uh, AK is an MPR 69 <coughs> East German. That's from Walter. Uh, okay. Shout out to Safety Harbor Firearms out there. Um, and American Freedom Outdoors says, sorry for the misspell, but that is badass. I would love to see a video on it. Uh, once I yeah, once I get it running, I'll, 
you know. Yeah. Uh, we'll get it all. Yeah. Oh, shout out to I see Corey Williams out there. Shout out to Corey Williams. Um, how's how's Chris doing? Hopefully, you know, uh, Chris was having some um, some uh, health issues as well. Chris Williams, shout out to him and Corey. Oh. Um, I know that's like a tough deal there, but you know. Yeah. Uh, definitely praying for those guys. Um, yeah. So, so okay. In terms of um, the 3D printing, what's your issues? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an expert on 3D printing, but you know, sometimes we have Control P on. You know, yeah. maybe, have you ever tried reaching out to him? What kind of issues are you having? Maybe the good folks out here listening, watching yeah. us. I see Flying Rich out there. Um, shout out to Flying Rich as well. Uh, what um, What's your issues that you're having on the 3D printing? Uh, what I'm having, let's see if I got. There's nothing on that that's really good to show it. Um, mm -hmm. But on the corners, mm -hmm. like if it's sitting if this piece is sitting like this on this corner here, mm -hmm. uh, what's happening is instead of the corner being nice and square, mm -hmm. it's going like that. Oh, okay. And, and what's happening is when it goes into the corner and changes direction, the print head actually stops for a split second hmm. well the extruder is still pushing material out mm -hmm. so what happens is it goes up into the corner stops and then goes the other way even though it's a split second more material is put into the corner than should be right and so it 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 you know yeah. squeezes out like that yeah, like I said, I am wow. not trying to pretend to be an expert on it. I'm yeah. guessing it has something to do with the orientation. I'll wait for the 3D print. Flying Rich, let us know what you think about that out there. Um, Appalachian Gunrunner says, uh, sounds like Hank needs to get Control Pew and Richard together to make a 3D printed Gatling 22. Oh, yeah. That, that. I thought that would be a lot yeah. of fun to... <laughs> To take some guns, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. make them like an Uzi, make yeah. all the parts in plastic, the whole thing. Yeah. And have it like a, a cutaway, mm -hmm. you know, so you could sell the guns to anybody because they're not real guns. Go ahead. Put a round in it. I want to see ATF put a round in it and pull the trigger. I'll give them a million dollars to do it. Because mm. they're going to be dead. Okay, but why? I want my gun to work. I mean, yeah, but I you can't three D. I'm. I'm not convinced that three mm. D printed guns are going to be worth a shit. Uh, uh, I think it's good for development purposes, like you're saying. It, it's it's great for development. Yeah. There, I mean, it's fantastic for development. Yeah, and an um, apocalypse on our rights, I think it's good for also, is what I would say. Right. You know, yeah. nothing beats uh, guys like yourself making guns and all, and, you know, actually manufacturing, to, like testing, yeah. developing, uh, the engineering and all that of it. But, um, you know, I, you I know, think... Cause, mm -hmm. You know, because, you know, I get a lot of these guys, uh, mm -hmm. you know, oh, 3D printed guns are fine. They last fine. Mm-hmm. Um, they last fine to who, you know, I'm the guy who, who put 
2,000 to 10,000 rounds through each gun uh, to see if I could break them. Yeah. You know, uh, when I did when I designed the 22 long rifle Uzi magazines that I did, mm-hmm. uh, I ended up putting 7,000 rounds through the magazines before I was happy with them. Okay. And released them. Let's. Uh, you know, we should find out from the guys out there how many rounds they've put through their 3D printed guns, just as a, you know, to see like have they had issues or how far did they go before they had issues. Um, Jen Champ Jr. says, uh, sounds like backlash. I guess he's talking about the 3D thing. Um, And John Tram wants to know what support are you using? So those are the... um, And then Fearless Orca Tactical says print it in a different orientation. Yeah, that's what I just tried. And Uh I haven't even looked at them yet. I changed the orientation of it. Mm -hmm. And that seemed to help. It also seemed to help... Um, the speed for the outer perimeter was slow, so mm-hmm. you get a really nice finish. So, okay. and I bumped that speed up, mm-hmm. and it helped. Okay. Um, you know, so so I'm moving in the right direction. Yeah, Wolfwind, um, Wolfwind Prepper says we need to know what slicer and printer you use for best advice so you've got a pretty nice tell the folks which one you're using yeah i've got um oh god which printer is it uh it's the matter hackers printer Uh, let me look it up yeah Um, real quick yeah while you're looking it up out there uh the juice is asking about 3d suppressors and wolfwind prepper says there are 3D printed full autos now, so dot dot dot. Um, yeah, I th- I think <clears throat> I think that you know you have to look at the scale that Richard is talking about, like from his point of view of building stuff. I think 3D yeah. printers are amazing and uh, revolutionary, especially in the hands of individuals, because of you know you could push boundaries and come up with things. But I think Rich is talking about in terms of making those things really bulletproof you know pun intended here that it can really handle the stresses the heat all the different things that it goes through but i believe we're going to move in that direction i don't know how long it's going to be before we can start 3d printing better materials more metal based things and all that but i think we're going to have super polymers and stuff like that right yeah and that's the thing that's Mm -hmm. what they need to come up with is Mm -hmm. like super polymers and all that which Mm -hmm. is coming um you know, mm-hmm. because I look at it, if I design a gun to be 3D printed, mm-hmm. before I release that design or sell that gun or whatever I'm going to do with it, mm-hmm. I have to take one of them, at least one of them, and it has to survive 10,000 rounds. Mm-hmm. Period. If it doesn't survive 10,000 rounds, to me, it's a failure. Yeah. You know, now, if your printing a 3d gun for yourself hey if it goes 500 rounds great you just print another one mm-hmm. you know i'm looking at it from the manufacturing side not from oh i want to print a gun mm-hmm. uh which is you know and i understand it. it's a totally different uh you know way of looking at things mm-hmm. you know i would love to get to the point where I can sit here and have a bank of, of printers and print out 
every part or most of the parts mm -hmm. for a gun and assemble them and sell them as finished guns. Yeah. So uh, to some extent, it's a we long have that. Way off. Right. I, but to, yes, I think it is. Well, I don't know if it's a long way off in terms. Of, well, it depends on how you look at time, right? Like, I think yeah. five years is. Uh, <laughs> In the evolution of guns, five years is not a long time. Like in five no, years in computer no. computer times, if you're looking at the evolution of computers, chips, etc., that is a long time. But I think in guns is not a long time. Um, but I, you know, I think it's already done a lot for rapid prototyping. There's lots of yes. guns that we've seen uh, that get developed through rapid prototyping, and it's great for that. I think there's already companies like because you've got the one Keltex using. Um, and they're yep. making parts that are going yeah, out of their guns. Yeah, they're making parts that are going in some of their guns. Yeah. So, uh, what is this DCG forty fours? I don't know if you answer if you answered this already in the chat. Uh, by the way, everyone out there, smash the thumbs ups. Okay, we need and appreciate all the thumbs ups that you guys can do. He says, uh, "Hold on, let me see. Let me uh, get this up here." Wait, where did it go? Okay. Um, do you remember an imported 32 ACP rifle that kind of looked like AR-15? I could break open the books and probably find it, but I'm too lazy. Okay, DCG-44s. Thank you. We'll see if Richard knows about that one. Um, and Walter I says... I kind of remember something like that. Yeah, Walter says he just sold the 22LR version of that. What is it? What is it? <laughs> Someone will let us know. Um, John Doe says 3D printers are cool, but the uh, quality of the consumer printer is just not there yet. The plastic is very brittle. Oh, Walter is it, saying it, it's... It, go ahead, sorry. Oh, a Jaeger. A Jaeger. He says it's a Jaeger. Mm -hmm. um, and Walt says he has a pulse printer and using the matter control slicer. Oh, that's you. Yeah. That's you. That's BWA. That's me. Yeah. yeah, that's BWA saying that. The, and um, it's it's um, it's at the very top end of the um, the consumer printers and the very bottom end of the mm -hmm. industrial printers. It's they've got a name for it, but it's that one that's right right in between the two. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, wor it works pretty good, you know, once I learn what the hell yeah. I'm doing with and it. And that you know. is, money-wise on that, that's about a thousand bucks? It's, uh, by the time I got everything uh, mm. that I needed and, and had it shipped and everything else, I think it was about thirteen hundred dollars. Thirteen. Now, that's yeah. not really bad. I mean, that, okay, thirteen hundred yeah, bucks. Not, it's not obscene. No, but thirteen hundred bucks could probably buy like three or four of your commercial, like yeah. probably yeah. the Ender Pro threes or something yeah. like that, right? But still, that's yeah. pretty good for for knowing that there's people out there, like commercially printing stuff with those commercially printing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, plus mm -hmm. if I break a part, mm -hmm. I know somebody local who has parts for them. Oh, okay. I mean, I might have to break in and, you know, <laughs> take apart one of their printers. <laughs> Are you talking about Keltec? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's where. <laughs> have you. You've been to the Keltec factory, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all of those guys. Not, well, not all of them, but a lot of those guys walk around uh, with guns. So, not They're just all you. Nuts. 
Not, yeah, yeah. They're, they're your yeah. kind of people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a good time. Uh, and and that was the other uh, reason they wanted me to get a uh, pulse printer. Mm-hmm. Because when I got mine, they had a pulse printer that went down in their print farm. I think they've got six or eight or ten of them. And they had one go down and they were waiting for parts. And they said, you know, if you have one, you know, we could just steal a part off of yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like turnabout's fair play. Remember that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jen Champ, what is it? Jen Champ says 1300. Thank China Joe. I got a 1400 Stimmy. What is a 1400? Yep. What is that? Stimulus check. Oh, Stimmy. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So, you know, drop it into that. You get a commercial grade one. Materials, so materials, I think, um, there's a lot of different materials out there for different heat rating, but I don't know if yeah. that's what everyone's using in the gun world when they're printing stuff, so I'm not. And everybody in the gun world right now is trying to figure out what materials to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like the pulse printer I got is is the top end pulse, mm-hmm. which I can do the the uh, carbon fiber materials with. Mm-hmm. And it came with, you know, like two spools of the carbon fiber material and uh, a spool of the PETG mm-hmm. material. Um, but it's got the ruby nozzle. It's got the all metal hot end, all the stuff to do the the uh carbon fiber material yeah which i don't know if i'm thrilled with that stuff or not yeah it sounds fancy dancy i i would it, it is fancy dancy. <laughs> uh, i wouldn't you know, know um i need yeah. to learn more about it and right. you know i also need to learn when i design parts i know how to design them to machine them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 3d printing sure as hell ain't machining yeah, because I'm I'm finding things. Well, I can't print it like that. Mm-hmm. I can machine it like that, but I can't print it like that. Yeah, listen. Or if I print it like that, I gotta use all kinds yeah. of supports and all this other horse shit. Yeah, um, I I see. Uh, you know, I think that like every other you know creative medium out there, it's not one solution to anything. No. So I've seen yeah. artists that would I, like. There was an artist that I um, I was working on a documentary with, and he would sketch something out. He would sketch it out in pencil, or paint it in paint, and then take it into a computer and then airbrush it. You know, there's like all, like mm-hmm. things go yeah. through different mediums. So I can see how um, even with 3D printing, you could, you know you're going to use lots of different mediums. Maybe people would use it just to make molds of things or temporary molds and stuff like that because yeah. that's a big problem I think in firearms productions a mold lot of making time, is you know it's expensive yeah yeah and they uh, leave I know leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know at least for the last eight years mm-hmm. uh, pine tree casting which is owned by Ruger it's mm-hmm. Ruger's casting facility Mm-hmm. Uh, about it was at least eight years ago mm-hmm. they set up 3d printers and it hell eight years ago you know they were buying hundred thousand dollar printers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i can send them a drawing and they print it in low melt plastic 
and then they can cast it right there for me. Okay. And because they always did, you know, high production run castings because mm-hmm. they had to make a steel mold to make the waxes for the lost wax casting. Right. Um, and now you just, oh, I need five parts. Mm-hmm. And you send them the 3D model, they'll print it, the, you know, uh, the lost the lost wax, they'll print mm-hmm. that. And then they do lost wax casting on it. Yeah. Have you ever done the have you ever done the lost wax thing? Yes. I did it with my mom. Oh really? Uh, uh, in ju- in yeah. uh, in jewelry stuff. In jewelry. Uh, oh, actually cool. I don't think I did it with my mom. I was a young kid when she went mm-hmm. to art school. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while when I didn't have school or something and she did, mm-hmm. I ended up uh, with uh going to class you know school with her Mm -hmm. and i always ended up in her professor's office um the hell was his name jack schlunt i think Mm -hmm. and uh he would do all kinds of cool stuff with me and he was a great goldsmith Okay. And the one day he was doing lost wax casting and he's like, come on, I'll teach you how to do it. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I've always I've always wanted to do it. My my father um, wrote like uh, his master's thesis mm-hmm. on um, on the lost wax process because he got a master's yep. in metallurgical engineering. And okay. um, and then also. You know, that was developed in like, so when we went to live in Nigeria, he would always talk to me about it because it was developed in that part of the world. Yeah. It's been around a hell of a long time. Yeah. It was developed by Africans and they use it on gold and a lot of different things. Um, And I I always wanted to do it, but my dad being an engineer was more of like theoretical, you know, talking about stuff and making me read the books and and, Mm -hmm. uh, get into all that stuff. It's like, I want to do it. I want (laughs) to do it. No, read it. it. No, I want to do it. (laughs) Yeah, we should work on a project like that and do the lost lost wax thing. And and what I've seen, like, so for example, lots of cars and cars, they use that. Um, Ferrari, I think, use that to make their engine blocks and stuff like that for a long time, right? A lot of companies, I think, were using Probably. that for engine blocks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember specifically watching a video about, like, the... Because, you know, like, Ferraris have the most beautiful engines, man. Yeah. You know, it's just it just looks like... Uh, even if, like, a blown Ferrari engine that someone puts on display, like a display table, could still yeah. be twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, just the way that it looks, I think they use that. I think I've seen it before that they use the the uh, lost wax and they pack it in sand and all that kind of stuff that yeah. uh, that goes along with that. I don't I don't know if anyone's using that anymore uh, automotively. They probably are. Okay. You know yeah. when the um, you know because you could do the sand casting, mm-hmm. but you get a lot rougher finish on the outside than you do with the lost wax casting yeah yeah um a lot of people talking about that i would love to do um you know um i would love to do that sometimes sometime maybe as a project you know um that'll be you know what actually be fun to see like how savage can you do the lost wax process because basically those guys were using what they had around them yeah i mean you know as long as you can get a fire hot enough to melt whatever metal yeah. that you're casting, 
you could do it because I mean now it's just you could buy the uh, the ceramic coating. Mm-hmm. So you just print, you know, figure out the you get a roll of the low, uh, low melt plastic, mm-hmm. and you print whatever you want cast, and then. Uh, just mix up a five gallon bucket of that ceramic mm-hmm. and you know you just keep dipping Sweet. it in and out like like uh i don't know if you ever did it as a kid making candles where you I've take the string it, and you just mm-hmm. do it in the the wax and you mm-hmm. do it about a million times and it builds mm-hmm. up into a candle yeah the lost yeah. wax is the same way with the ceramic and then you just heat it, turn it upside down heat the ceramic melt the plastic mm-hmm. out and then yeah pour your metal in yeah walter walter says uh styrofoam instead of wax <laughs> <laughs> and then armament and axis says but the ozo walter um styrofoam yeah, yeah that, uh, i don't know if that that'll be good for you <laughs> to yeah. breathe those styrofoam fumes you know what's interesting so when i remember this as a kid in nigeria i saw these kids doing this right they used to eat lizards Right, and you got you got some big lizards over there, but these kids, how they did it was really interesting. They would get like a rock or something, and there were always lizards crawling around, right? So they would knock that lizard out with the rock, because you know those those little lizard bastards are not, mm-hmm. not easy to actually catch. But they would knock them out with a rock, and then while that thing was knocked out, um, you know, I guess I, I don't know, they killed it or whatever, but they would pack it in mud. I've seen this happen. They would actually pack that lizard in mud and then they would put it over a fire and it would cook. cook it. Yeah, it would cook inside of the mud and then they would crack mm-hmm. it open and it takes the skin and everything off the lizard. Yeah. <laughs> and they would eat it. You want to take like, the guts out first, though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, um, let's see. Uh, Mr. Lovell says, you see that guy melt brass and mold his own AR lower? It looks like a tactical Henry, but an AR-15. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. I I don't know um, if I've seen that video, but I've seen a bunch of videos of yeah. people doing the lost wax casting in On their brass. backyard. Yeah, we could do it. First of all, I know I got a lot of brass. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of sand. <laughs> I don't know where. You what just want to make sure of the brass, there's no live <laughs> rounds in there. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's easy. Well, no, I don't know. Um, uh, let's see. So let's see here. Um, I'm going to go to some other stuff. You know what I want to do? So Pixamite out there, shout out to Pixamite. Pixamite is always sending me because I can't actually get out and buy. I don't know if anyone other than Pixamite and myself are into um, the Hot Wheels cars. Are you into cars, Richard? I don't know if I asked you that before. Uh, I used to be. Okay. I can't. I haven't been able to afford it since you know okay. my wife said I'm pregnant. Oh. Oh. Okay. So you're not a car. <laughs> what kind of car, what kind of cars were you into when you, uh, you know? Well, my my stepfather before you got ruined co- by marriage. Yeah, my stepfather collected uh, European cars. European uh, cars. We okay. had we had a '36 SS Jaguar. Whoa. That's the only car I never drove. Wait, because uh, I was scared to drive a thirty-six SS. You said a thirty-six SS Jaguar. Thirty-six. And the funny thing is, the SS was actually for Stanford Sidecars, which was the name oh, of the that's company. That's old school. Yeah. 
and the model was Jaguar. After that, in I think 38 or something like that. Whoa, those were cool, man. They changed the name of the company to Jaguar. Okay. Now, that's the SS100. Right. My uh, stepfather, what, is this, what is this one here? This this is supposed to be a 36 right here. Uh, that, yeah, that's the SS100, oh, okay. which is the two-seat version. Oh. My stepfather had the oh, SS, this? which was a four-seat version. Okay, like this. So it looked like a Rolls-Royce kind of Yeah, thing. but it was a convertible. Oh, okay. What? His These was cool. the convertible. It was... It was okay. That's the only car of his I never drove because I was terrified to drive it. Mm-hmm. You know, because you drive down the road and the whole car just, you know, mm-hmm. it was all restored, 100% restored. Mm-hmm. We needed one hose clamp that we couldn't find. That's the only thing that that car needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'd go down the road and, the, you know, the car would flex and creak and wiggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was up in Cleveland, Ohio, so there was potholes everywhere. Oh, man. Yeah. And then, you know, when you're driving down the road, all the people next to you are like, oh, cool, cool, you know, trying to run you off the damn road. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it was very and valuable. And I just said, yeah, I said, I'm, I'm not driving that car. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had that. He had a 60 Rolls Silver Cloud II. Okay. Uh, he had... Uh, 55 gold wing Mercedes, which I oh. loved. Wow. Okay, uh, nice. That's like a SLS or something? No, was that SLS? Uh, no, it was uh, so just 300 gold, SL. Three, okay, yeah. yeah. The gold wing with the doors yeah. that open yeah. up. Yeah, but those were the really sought-after ones, the first ones, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Wow. A uh, friend of ours had one of the aluminum-bodied ones, which they only made... Fifty or a hundred of them, or yeah, something. Space aged, uh, space aged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, funny story about that guy's aluminum bodied Goldwing. Mm-hmm. He went to he and his wife went to uh, the Goldwing Nationals. Mm-hmm. The one year they went every year, but the one year they went and they have drag races and they have road courses and everything else they do. And his wife said, I want to race the Goldwing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you can't race the Goldwing. You, you know, you'll wreck it. Something will happen. No, you're not going to. I want to race the Goldwing. So he said, OK, what's and they thought, what's the easiest race to race? And he said, drag race, quarter mile. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? So he gets her out there and he said, okay, you push in the clutch, you put it into first gear, run it, you know, mm-hmm. step on the gas, let the clutch out, run it up to red line, push in the clutch, shift gears, let out on the clutch. It's all you got to do till you go, till you're done. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. She wins the damn race. Mm. And as she's going down the drag strip, that car, he said, I thought the front end was going to come up off the ground every time she shifted. Hmm. And he said, she just blew everybody's doors off. And when she gets done, he's like, what the hell did you do? I've never seen that car shift like that and just take off like that. He said, tell me exactly what you did. Well, I ran it up to red line, pushed in the clutch. Change gears, let out on the clutch. 
And he said, did you let off the gas when you shifted? <laughs> and she said, no, you never told me to. <laughs> she, was, she was using all, oh, yeah. <laughs> all feet. Wow. <laughs> Um, that's what that's, that's called all, the that's called the beauty of ignorance. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. also the guy who had an a '67 GT40. Oh man! And yeah, was that that's was the that first car? That was the 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 first uh, GT40s, wasn't it? Yeah, that was that was the original GT40s. His was raced at Le Mans. Wow! Uh, he found it over in Europe in boxes. And bought it in pieces, in boxes, brought it back here, put it all back together. Wow. wow. And when we would go to the car shows, the asshole never entered his cars for judging. But his cars were perfect because he did all the restorations himself. Mm -hmm. And he'd park his goddamn car right next to us every fucking time. Mm -hmm. And his cars were just, you know, 100-point cars. Mm-hmm. Our cars were nice, but they weren't hundred point cars. Yeah, he was just saying, "I don't need, I don't need awards." I know. I'm yeah, blessed. he's like, yeah. "I don't need an award. I'm going to park my car next to you." Man. <laughs> yeah. So we had my mom, who was an artist. He had a really nice sign for the GT40 with the specs and when it was made and everything else. We had my mom do a sign exactly like it mm -hmm. that said uh, GT40 kit car Briggs and Stratton motor will do 60 miles an hour down a big hill mm -hmm. and just all kinds of stuff like that and the whole show we we switched his sign out when he was not looking and the whole rest of the show people were you know these guys were coming up to him hey where do I get one of them kits Mm -hmm. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's a quarter of a million dollar car at that point. Mm -hmm. It's not a kit. Mm -hmm. And it was like the last hour of the show. He finally realized we switched the sign and we were just laughing our asses off. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and he kept that sign. He put that sign up in his garage. <laughs> and it, I would too, man. That's and, a work of art. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Even the judges, you know, the the couple of the judges came around to judge our car and they knew him because he always went to the shows. And the one judge is like, hey, Dick, where do I get one of those kits? I've looked and I can't find. It. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, search right for parking next to us. <laughs> OK, Rain gave us some money. Let's get this in here to Rain. Thank money, you. money, 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 money. 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 <laughs> there you go. Augmented. Augmented. Uh, he gave us a couple of bucks here. He says, Richard, 9mm or 40 Smith & Wesson in this ammo pinch. So that's from that's from uh, Rain. What's your answer to that one? Uh, you know, 9s. Well, I don't know. Is 40 easier to get now? I think it depends on where it is, but I don't know that 40... I don't know anything is easy to get, necessarily. Yeah. The folks out there will yeah, have to tell true? us what's what's um, easy, what you guys are finding easy to get, and what isn't. Okay, so listen, let me show these cars from Pixamite. Thanks once again. Pixamite is sending me these, knowing that it's too crazy and busy here for me to get out there. Really, Look at, look at all those cars right there. 
I appreciate the Hot Wheels coming in. I'm going to have to uh, make sure I do something really nice for Pixamite, you know, for uh, hooking me up with this. So I'm going to kind of like unwrap this right now. I mean, he really super packed these things in here, by the way. Probably steals them from his kids. No, he's a he's a collector of these things, just like myself. So here, I'm going to show... Oh, check it out. The new uh, 21 Ford Bronco. Let's see if we can get this to... Can this focus? Look at that. That's there nice. There you go. That's a nice... I like the new yep. Ford Bronco. What do you think about that? I like it. Dig it on the... Uh, the, new, the new Ford Broncos look good. I haven't actually yeah. seen that version of it out there. You were talking about a GT40. I'm not going to go through all of these and drive everyone crazy. Here, right here. There you go. GT40, right yep. there. Beautiful that, car. That was, that was an Beautiful awesome car. car. Yeah, I would love to, love to um, have one of those. Let's I got see. to drive it, too. Yeah. Here is a old the old uh, Ford Bronco, which I've seen these like at SEMA show. Like, that's a, you know, we've seen those out there. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Nissan R390 GTI. I've never even seen that uh, in real life or even the toy. I haven't. Come on. Focus. Focus, you savage focusing machine. <laughs> there you there go. Okay, is. boom. There you go. So that's cool. That was a nice one. I'm trying to look through this. Uh, Corvette is in here. Uh, Sprinter. Oh, here's the uh, Lamborghini Urus. There you go, Richard. That's you what go. you can get for me for my uh, next birthday present. I'll, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, not the Just Hot Wheels, the real breath. thing. Yeah, yeah, hold your breath for that one. Not the Hot Wheels, the real thing. Um, uh, oh, Toyota Celica. Do you remember these? These are old school from the 70s. Toyota Celica. Yep. He says super cool on that one. Old school Toyota Celica. <laughs> Very nice. Um, uh, <coughs> here's a Acura NSX. Um, I like I like the Acura NSX, but it's not like it's not roomy enough for big dudes like me. Yeah. Come on, focus, boom, there you, there go. you go. Acura NSX. Um, uh, this says Magic Eight Ball, Roger Dodger on that one. I'll show you guys. Oh, wait, this is actually for Walt, but Walt's not here. But this is actually for Walt. So Check I it did. out. Check that out. Let's see. We can get it to focus. A tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it looks like you can actually put one of those um, Lego dudes in there. Let's see. Focus. Oh, can you put one of the little Lego yeah, guys in this, it? In the picture. Let's see. Come on. Focus magically. This thing just... Focus. It doesn't like you, does it? Yeah, it doesn't want to change the focus. Let's see if we can get it to do it again. Come on. There we go. There we go. You could put a little Lego dude in there. little Lego guy in there. Yeah, that's interesting. Put a little Lego uh, Stormtrooper in there. Since yeah. it's made the yeah. Force be with you. Yeah, this is really cool. And then this one here is for the fact that we're, uh, that we're in the van. Check it out. This is a Dodge van. Here we go. Uh... Who didn't have one of these vans back in the day? Check that out. Dodge yes. Van. Yeah. Very cool. That's awesome. So big, big shout out to uh, Pixamite. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, yes, I'm a big kid for everyone. Uh, you know, uh, the Jew says uh, Walter wears a gold chain with a gold tank on it. <laughs> that would be a good present for Walter. 
like an old school 70s type chain with a tank. Yeah, one of them big old gold chains. Yeah, the, like uh, the ropes or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that would, that would be awesome. But listen, I love these cars. I love, even though, you know, I can't own as many cars. That's one thing. Like, if I had unlimited supplies of money, I would buy lots of guns and lots of cars. There would be no stopping me. I'd just have a bunch of projects. Yeah. That's um, my problem. You would just be building a whole bunch of different things, right? All the... Yeah. Yeah, I have ideas oh, yeah. in my mind that I would, you know... Yeah. So Walter is out there. He, uh, what is he saying? Um, yeah, Walter. So now I got a, I got a tank for you. You know. I think I got him one of those tanks in the past in a different color. But Walter ruins all of these. He opens them. It's just totally ridiculous. Oh my God. Yeah, you know. He says an anchor chain. He wants an anchor chain. An anchor chain. <laughs> <laughs> That's really that got you going. Dude. That's seventies. Did you have one of those? <laughs> no. Uh, did you ever wear? I, did you, what did you look like in the seventies? Can we see some pictures? That would be uh, amazing. I had longer hair. <laughs> do, we want, do we want to even see what you were looking like in the seventies? Right. Probably not. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Okay, so let's go on to some. Let's what, what what other stuff is going on out there in the news? Let's uh, pull up some news stories or something. Or what other questions do you guys have for Richard? I think there were some questions that were coming in right before we went to uh, looking at the car. Before we went off the rails. We're on a little ta a little tangent, a little tangent. Um, yeah, smash the thumbs ups out there. By the way. Um, I'm trying to see what was it. Uh, I'm trying to see what there, there was a question that someone asked about something. Uh, where is it? I don't see it. Oh, uh, Chris Bullis says, have you seen the Hot Wheels Audi R8 convertible, Hank? Yes, I have. They're very cool. Um, and Walter says you got to play with it. So I guess that's why he, uh. That's why he opened it. I want to see some pictures of you from the 70s. I heard in the 70s, Walter, like, had long blonde hair, you know, uh, and he used to rock a gold chain and all that kind of stuff, from what I hear. But I haven't seen a good picture of this yet. Oh, God. Yeah, you know. Uh, Gen Champ Jr. wants to know what kind of lathe you got back there. It's a, a track mm -hmm. lathe. Uh, 1630 mm -hmm. and that's a CNC tool room lathe so I can use it either manual or CNC if I get my big head out of the way which way do I there we go there you go what's that other gun uh, you have back there is that that's not a Sten is it no is that a Sterling Sten? it's a Sterling okay well actually since it's may the fourth be with you oh it's a Star Wars blaster Right, right. The fourth, the fourth. Oh, yep. I was trying to avoid that whole fourth. May the fourth be with you thing. <laughs> My wife wouldn't let me forget it. Yeah. She said, you got you got to say it on that show. Mr. Lovell says you can't leave it in the box. These things are supposed to stay in the box. Come on now. When you take it out of the box, it loses all... Okay, I take some of them out of the box, but... That's if I if I have like five duplicates, then I'll take one out, one out of the box. Yeah, you know, and under those circumstances, 
Uh, Boss Hog says, Hank, I have a rep, uh, rec excuse me. He says, Hank, I have a replica No Limit Records tank pendant. What? So there was so No Limit Records is a uh, is a rap is a rap record label, and their um, logo was a tank. Oh really? Yeah. Isn't No Limit Master P? I think it's Master P. Yeah, that was Master P's uh, thing. And Walter says it's a blaster. And yep. uh, Vanessa Kitty says this is the way. This is the way. <laughs> so um, let's go to this bit of news. Kansas lawmakers override governor veto uh, lower concealed carry age to 18. So um, the Wichita Eagle reports that the House uh, conferred for less than five minutes before overriding the veto. Um, the Lawrence Journal Ward noted the House vote was 86 to 37. So why would the Kansas, uh, I'm trying to look here, I thought the Kansas, it says that Governor Kelly claims to be pro-Second Amendment, but the Eagle noted campus carry has been a sticking point for her. When she vetoed the legislation lowering the concealed carry age, Kelly said, we can respect and defend the rights of Kansas gun owners while also taking effective steps to keep our children and families safe. I don't really understand how that happens if if the ones in college can't uh, defend themselves. Yeah. So I guess she doesn't want to see that legislation. So it says legislation that allows more guns on campus is neither safe nor effective, and it will drive prospective students away. I don't believe that. Um, but they overrode it. So what, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah. So it's got to be. You so know. what what happens when so when a governor like that vetoes something and then they override it? They then it then there doesn't have to the governor doesn't have to sign it for it to become law. I'm assuming, right? Right, it's law. Yeah. Oh, good. Governor can go pound sand. Yeah. Right. Uh, very cool. What is uh? Yes. Uh, uh. Wait, hold on. Uh. What is this? What's Max saying? He says it's a uh blast tech E11. Get it right, folks. <laughs> Yeah, and okay, the funny thing is oh, about Lord. that Sterling, uh -huh. if you look at the paperwork, it says the model is Star Wars E-11 Blaster. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know Fuck what? Fuck ATF. Uh, Mac is such a nerd. <laughs> That's all Take I can Mac. Say. He's a ridiculous gun nerd. Oh, what is this? Uh... That is Max Barrel. I just ooh, finished. Ooh, ooh, oh, teaser for his uh, MK760. Oh wait, you're making a whole new barrel. Yep. Oh, nice. He has a semi-auto with a 16-inch barrel, and I'm going to oh. SBR it and put the short barrel on it and a shroud. Oh, sweet. And then so Mac, I Mac... just finished that. Mm -hmm. I just finished that today, and I'll. I'll probably parkerize it tomorrow if it's not 900 degrees in here. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So you've got to, that's got to yeah, be Yeah, Mac, parkerized. that's your barrel. That yeah. is your barrel. I have many, but that is yours. There you go. Hold on. Let I me go full screen on you. Frame. There you go. There you go. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's his barrel. So, uh, can we do things to this barrel before it goes uh, back to uh, Military Arms Channel? <laughs> sure. 
What things can we do with this barrel before? <laughs> Don't do it on air. Don't do it on air. <laughs> He's happy, though. He says yes, and he says he hopes you're doing well. Yes, uh, I am doing much better, Mac. I appreciate it. Yeah, and he says... Uh, uh, sorry about the long wait for stuff, but, you know. Yeah. He says he's making it work and into an SBR. Oh, man, that's badass. Yep. And he's really yeah. excited about that. Good. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. It'd be so, more yeah. exciting if I could make it full auto for him, but, you know. Yeah. You know what would be really exciting? I would like to shoot it way before military... No, no I would never do that. He... Then he, then you would see, you would really see <laughs> the wrath. Well, you know, you know, Hank. Maybe you should test I it at my place. <laughs> I can't shoot anymore. Oh, you know, someone's going to have to shoot that for you, man, actually. Because they put, uh, can you? Yeah. Yeah, oh, there they, it is. Oh. They put a damn port in my chest. Oh. And I didn't even think about it when they put it in. It's on oh. the right hand side. Oh, so you know what? So, I'm going to have to do it for you then. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't want to do that. I've been told to, if I shoot, I'll be dead before I hit the ground. Yeah, you know. Because that goes right that. into my main arteries. Oh, see, we don't we don't want that. We don't want that. <laughs> so in order to save your life. Yeah. In order to save it, your life. It. Yeah, it's nothing against Military Arms Channel. I'm going to step in <laughs> the Saint... <laughs> The saint that I am. You'll make the sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, let me. Mac will probably freaking drive down to you to test that thing. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can hold it hostage until he comes down to get it. Yeah, you don't, you don't understand. If he knew that that thing was ready for testing and you couldn't test it, you know, he'll be like, you know what? I will, I will show up over there. I will there. be there. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, uh, <laughs> no, that's yeah, cool. I that's going to be, that's going to be cool when it's done. Yeah. 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 It'll be nice. Yeah. Um, I know, you know, I know you've got a whole bunch of things going on, so I don't, um, I don't know how long, uh, Oh, he says only use federal ammunition. Okay, well, you know, yeah. you're going to have to send that, Mac. <laughs> no, I was just going to scrape a bunch of 9mm off the floor no. that I got kicking around here. <laughs> no, 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 don't say that. We could get him. We could get him to send us some federal. Or we can get yeah. federal. I mean, they take care of Mac, you know? Yeah. You know, maybe they could, maybe they could send us some of that ammo. <laughs> Um, yeah, all you goddamn YouTuber guys get all this shit sent to you for free. I've been working for yeah. 30 years in the business, and anytime I want something, it's like, well, you got a credit card? Yeah. <laughs> now he says uh, MK760s aren't all that common, so enjoy shooting it. Just don't scratch it. Uh, see, yeah. <laughs> that ruined it right there. <laughs> yeah. I cannot and promise I won't scratch a gun. That is. We, we got to shoot a video. Mm-hmm. And we'll drop it and drag it through the sand and, uh, you know, oh, kick it around. And No, no. I'm not going to do that. I got, I <laughs> no, no. I got plenty we can use. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't. Uh, no, this this dude takes his gun seriously. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He says he shot it like five times. It was single shot. Did, so I'm wondering, did he he, probably, he might never have put out a video. Did you put out a video on this, Mac? Um, no, he hasn't. 
Oh, oh, oh. This is getting deeper now. This is getting more interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's getting more interesting. I might have to take out my fake uh, beard for this one. You know? <laughs> um, uh, Walter is saying if it doesn't shoot uh, floor sweepings, it's junk. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to. Let me tell you something. Especially like a, when a gun guy tells you don't scratch a gun, I won't even shoot it. Like there was a really nice gun. Someone was, uh, oh yeah, you know, you can shoot, you can shoot this if you want to. Don't scratch it. I was like, I don't know, I can't make you that promise. So, stays yeah. in the box. Stays in the box. Uh, we scratch stuff all the time. Yeah. So he says it didn't work years ago. Uh, yeah. He's been sitting in his gun room for years. No, that'll be cool, man. That'll be cool to see you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, none of the semi-auto MK760s work. Mm -hmm. um yeah you know i've been told by you know a bunch of the old time gunsmiths uh yeah stay the hell away from them don't go near them yeah you can't fix them and i think i i think i know what's wrong with it you got it okay that's gonna be interesting to see you know man. they they when they made the bolts they screwed them up okay so are you you know so you you're not doing like did you take the whole thing apart you're building that up from the ground no, it's it's a complete gun. I had uh, okay. I've got to rebuild the bolt on it, and mm -hmm. then we're going to SBR it. And mm -hmm. Okay. I engrave the barrel so we don't have to engrave the receiver, so okay. he can put it back to factory whenever he wants. Oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah, uh, Walter has a good idea. So this video is coming together more now. Walter says compare it to the Port Said Swedish K that Walter has. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, you know. And we've got my full auto too. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a video coming together of this. We'll just pretend. You know. You know. There was another project that came in that looks just like Max. It wasn't really. Yeah. It wasn't Max really needs to come down, and we need to just do a big video. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. It would be nice to get him. Uh, be nice to get him on the hacienda. He's never. He's never been on the hacienda. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to put any pressures on you for the time frame and everything, because I know that you, you know, you you're not feeling well. I don't want to put any of those kinds of pressures. I don't think the stress is necessarily good for you, but that's cool. I look forward yeah. to sometime in the future, uh, definitely seeing that. And you know, since I'm gonna have to help you test it, man, I'm. Uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, and if we if we scratch it, you know. It was probably there before that. Who knows? You know. You know, I I know a guy who can refinish it just like brand yeah. new. I mean, he'll charge the shit out of Mac, but you know, <laughs> I I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so he says it's basically U.S. made Swedish K. Originals were made by Smith and Wesson, and he says I do need a vacation. There you go. So, yeah. Florida yeah. in the in the in the deep summer. What else could be better? Yeah. I'd say I'll bring out the STG 44, but he's already shot one, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, so, like, all kidding aside, if Mac was ever coming to the Hacienda to uh, do some stuff with us, yeah, all the we guns, need to do, everything yeah. out there better be a unicorn. Yeah. I would call that video, everything in this video is a unicorn. It's a unicorn. <laughs> Every single, but this, this is probably a unicorn right here, like, a legitimate unicorn yeah. that you're working yeah, on there, there. Yeah. there was not many of the semi-autos made yeah 
What? Um, so let's. This is a good question to ask here. What are the unicorn guns out there? I'd like to know from Mac his unicorn guns that he hasn't been able to get his hands on that he would love to get his hands on. I'd like to ask you that, Rich. What's your, uh, you know? Oh, man. He says you can never shoot too many STG forty fours, which I agree. <laughs> with. I got lots of ammo, and you can still the STG. You can still get ammo for it. Well, yeah, that's because uh, not everyone has one of those guns. <laughs> that's why. Um, yeah. What's your unicorn man. guns that you would like to? Uh... I would love to have a 700 Nitro Express double rifle. What? Yeah. 700 Nitro Express double rifle? Okay, yeah. hold on. 700 Nitro Express double it doesn't it doesn't matter what end you're on it's still going to kill you uh so so and uh who makes this uh oh, oh wait well, i they see were the, made oh, this in europe you know yeah this is one of those like bespoke type of guns from what i can see yeah here. elephant rifles oh okay yeah yeah i'd love a holland in holland Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter which end you're on, it'll kill you. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'd ever shoot it. I'd let other people shoot it. Oh, yeah, sure, here, go ahead. Yeah. You know, watch them, you know, smash their bodies up. Yeah, um, let's see. I think he says he wa he wants a FAMAS. So, mm -hmm. uh, are, those, are those tough to get? I think they are. I mean, they're around, but. Um, oh, that's the. Okay, this is uh, this is like the European bullpups. Hold on, let me see if I can pull this up for the yeah. folks out there. This is the uh, the European type bullpups right here. Um, by the French Army. What year was this? I'm trying to see. Oh, okay, 1978. Yeah. Did any of these ever come into America? I know Sam Cummings had one. It was in his office at Inner Arms. Really? That's yeah. that's kind of cool. As a bullpup yeah. guy, that's kind of yeah, that's a cool. That's a cool one. Let's see. I think he's saying how many were. Let's see. He says 200, yeah, 200 in the US. Wow, wow. Okay, yeah. So those are those have got to be, uh, he says about 30K. Okay. 30K. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I'm trying to think what would it's be less mine? than an MP5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like, I like the idea. I like the European bullpups as well. You don't really, you don't really get them over here either. Um, no. You know, so let's see. Uh, and DCG44 says Gun Jesus has one. Okay. Mr. Lovell says Drool's messing up my keyboard. Huh. <laughs> All you guys out there, let us know like what your uh, unicorn, what your unicorn yeah. guns are out there. Um, I'm trying to think of what my, I got all kinds of stuff I want. Yeah. I don't know if I've thought about. I mean, I'm ask, I'm the one asking that question. I don't know if I've thought about it enough to know like exactly what my. 
you know. I would like to have some really rare bullpups, though, because that's what I collect. Yeah. So that's good. I'm going to put that one in the back of my brain yeah. right now. I mean, I'd love to build a 22 long rifle uh, minigun. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be a hoot because you could afford to shoot it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, an original Gatling would be nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gatling. Any guns. caliber. Yeah. You know, an original. Yeah, those are uh, sweet. Max says the yeah. French dropped the FAMAS for the 416. I was hoping we could get parts kits. It would never happen, though. God doesn't want me to have one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. You can't come off a 30 grand. I know how you damn rich YouTube gun tubers are. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so here's, here's the question that I want to ask about this, right? About, like, all these cool European... Well, to me, they're cool European bullpups and stuff like that. Obviously, to, to folks like uh, Mac... Why can't we? Why can't we get those here? Is it just the, the prohibitions on them? What's the deal that it, we can't get them? Now it's Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the EU is destroying all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. They, so they won't they, let they won't any let of out. it be exported or anything else. Damn. Okay. Uh, he says a Stoner sixty three A would be epic with the belt fed kit, Bren uh, kit rifle, and carbine kit. Stoner 63A. See, this is how Go I learned. Read night. Yeah. Uh, 63A. I gotta, I gotta look this up. Light machine gun. Okay. Yeah, this is how I uh, learn about uh, the cool, the cool stuff by talking to the. Uh... So these are. These are also difficult to get, or they just did it. Uh... Yeah, they didn't make many of them. And... Mm-hmm. Um, so here's a picture with some Navy SEALs. Mm-hmm. This is like oh, in the seventies. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. The M16 came out and just took over. Mm-hmm. Um, CB says Gustav recoilless rifle. Um, I see some people. Flying Ridge says a P90. Uh, the Juice says my unicorn is a HK433. Uh, Mr. Lovell says he wants an old stoner. Um, okay, Night Train says the Moon Dragon Rifle is the Cat's Meow. Moon Dragon Rifle. Um, uh, Walter says another simple one is a Egyptian Rashid. Mm-hmm. Uh, carry my revolver once a uh, Krebs AK. Uh, Gen Champ says Gatling gun from the Young Guns movie. Um, and DCG44 says MP5SD would be sweet. Um, Problem with those SDs is they're so damn anemic. You know, by the time they poured the barrel, you know, the nine millimeter round gets out there and it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, there's a nine millimeter round. I just caught it out of the air. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah I know you're not a fan of MP5s, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the SD. See, I don't like any of those guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
where they they're designed to take supersonic ammo and they drill a bunch of holes in the barrel to bleed off the mm-hmm. the speed so they're subsonic because by the time you shoot them you know mm-hmm. they they have no power left in them yeah but i mean i understand when they designed the mp5 there wasn't subsonic ammo available all over the place like there is now Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays it's like, what the hell's the point of porting a barrel? Just go to Walmart and buy some subsonic nine millimeter. Oh yeah, I wish I could actually go to Walmart and buy <laughs> some subsonic nine millimeter. Yeah, I'd be all over the, that. Uh, Fly. Yeah, I guess, I guess now it's buying <laughs> any ammo anywhere is. Yeah. Um, Flying Rich says, "Who moved my Freedom podcast? Hank may have a bullpup Glock soon." Um, yeah, so I don't know if you heard about this, but I am, I did, so I had Control P1, and he was showing off a bullpup Glock that they're working on, which I would love to get my hands on the bullpup Glock. I would like to know what Mac thinks about that idea, and maybe, you know, Rich can help out, or you can you can help out. Yeah. I would like to get my hands on a bullpup Glock. It's going to have to be 3D printed, though, so someone's going to have to print it for me. Mac says he believes Robin Arms were going to resume production. Um, I'm guessing that's on uh, on the 63A. Um, I think in the 63A. Yeah, and uh, he says the Walther 2000 bullpup sniper rifle. Walther made a bullpup yeah. sniper rifle. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a sweet rifle too. Yeah, and um, Mac, and they- I hate you. <laughs> I have a I have a 22. I have a Walther 22 rifle that they made but they, not, um, I forgot what it's called but it's like a Walther 22 bullpup rifle that they made yeah oh um actually uh Walter from Safety Harbor gave that to me uh it's pretty cool that's one of mm-hmm. my that's one of the cool like weird interesting bullpups I have I don't know if Mac has one of those um and he says right now I have a Gatling gun in my office staring me in the face it's one of the Tipman guns. Oh, cool. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> I wonder if he... Because um, I've heard that people... So, I've heard people put... Um, the Like a drill. They get a drill and uh, register that. And then you could put that on there and make it into... Uh, yeah. Yeah, because that's the crank, right? The Tipman is the crank one, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, when, when I was doing... Uh, when I was doing the 22 caliber Gatling guns, mm-hmm. I did shot show and I was in the booth right next to ATF. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Sterling Nixon, who was at the time the head of the tech branch, mm-hmm. would not, every time I turned around, he was in my booth playing with the Gatling gun. And I'm mm-hmm. like, would you get the fuck out of here? <laughs> and he's like, have you ever put a drill on this? Mm-hmm. And that's before I had my SOT. And I'm like, no, dude, that would be illegal. <laughs> and he's he like, to register it. He said, we'll bring it up to ATF. We'll put a drill on it. We can do that. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're trying to get me in jail. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all, it will be worth it. You'll be, we'll visit yeah. you. We'll send you cookies, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Max says, uh, I would like to see someone make a gun out of the SIG P320 chassis, a bullpup. That would be cool, actually. Um, I would like to see that myself, actually. 
Maybe wow, that's a that suggestion. Wow, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I would actually like that, to be honest with you. Do you have a SIG 320? No, but I will get one if, if you want to work on this. <laughs> I will get because that's that's I I've been I've wow, really, I've really wanted to add one of those that this could be my motivation for me to add one of those to the collection. That's a neat idea. Yeah, that three twenty is that. Yeah, it's the, the, the guts the, come out of the frame. Yeah, it's a chassis. Yeah, I had the P two fifties when I first started doing YouTube videos. I had the P two fifties. And I really, really enjoyed the idea of switching it out and doing all that. The triggers were terrible on those uh, P250s, yeah. in my opinion. So I wound up selling everything and getting other stuff. But um, I've wanted for, and the, you know, the 320s have been out for a while. But there's more and more things coming out that make me want to get, uh, that want, make me want to get a 320. And I will get one if we can make a bullpup. I'm all in. Uh, man. I'm all in. I, you yeah. know. Yeah. That's a neat idea. 3D printed. Yeah. No. That's um, a neat idea. Yeah. Uh, Born to be a shooter says Walther G22, not a Glock. It's a Bullpup 22. I think that's the one yeah, that I have. That's the one it is. Yeah. Um, uh, and Walter says Alex Robinson was talking about the new production run at the last shot show. Oh, was he? Yeah. Uh,. And uh, Mr. Lovell says that Walther was great in the Tom Clancy Ghost Recon game. So I'm, gu I'm guessing that's the sniper one. Which, uh, what was it called again? What was the Walther? Uh, oh, um, let me see. Let me w look. W eight two thousand, I think. The Walther two thousand sniper. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Let me look this up. I think that oh, was Oh, that's actually. Oh, that's yeah, actually. Pretty, it's a badass rifle. That's pretty. I, I'm not a bullpup. Uh, guy, that's but, sexy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, they did this from uh, 1982 to 1988. Produced yep. three different calibers. And yeah, we had one at Inner Arms. That was. Oh, neat. look at that! Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Oh, that is cool right there. I like the wood version. You know what that reminds yeah. me of? So remember Caltech? Uh, what is the name of the? What is the name of the Keltec? Okay, so the when oh Kel that two two three thing that they're making. Well, when they were when they were developing the RDB, they they did a wood version of that, and I forget what what they called it. Um, mm -hmm. But it was so it was like just metal and wood, man, and it was so beautiful. Yeah. And they they at first they said, oh, we're gonna do this, but they never wound up doing those. And I've actually I've actually shot the prototype that was out there. And that wow. gun was so nice, man. I really wish someone yeah. would make a kit for those because I have an RDB. I wish someone would make a kit. I would just buy another RDB and, and slap a wood kit on there to get that look. It was just, I don't know if it can actually be done just based on the way that Keltec makes those guns. Um, you know, and Born to Be a Shooter says, uh, Hank, since you're a Bullpup fanboy, do you have a Walther G22? I have one and never seen another. Why, uh, why did once he wants to know why I didn't get traction? I have one, Walter gave me one. Um, I'm not sure, were those not good guns or something when they came out? I think they were, I think they just didn't catch on. Um, uh, I know, um, Shoot Straight, and this mm -hmm. is probably 10 years ago, mm -hmm. got a hundred of them in and he got them for like half price mm -hmm. because, uh, 
I think it was Walther America at the time, mm-hmm. had ordered a hundred of them. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the order got screwed up mm-hmm. and they all came in left-handed. Mm-hmm. And okay. nobody wanted them. Huh. And it's just take them apart. You what? Take the bolt handle off or something and switch it around to right hand. It's real mm-hmm. simple to change it. But yeah. you got to take the gun apart. And nobody wanted them, so they offered them to uh, uh, Khalid at Shoot Straight for half price. Mm-hmm. He picked them up for nothing and had his guys at the store switch them all over to right hand and made a mm-hmm. fortune on those. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm trying to find, like, I know I have a video of the, um, let me see if I can find it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find that, um, I'm trying to find that video of the, of the wooden, um, the wooden RDB. What was that? What was that thing called, man? Uh, I think, I thought I had that video out there, but I can't. Trying to see. Walter says you can't injection mold wood, but you can 3D print wood. You um you can 3D print it, but you can also have a 3D. Can't you have a 3D CNC or something like that? I'd have to look at it to see how they're yeah. how they're done. I'm trying to. F- where is that video that I had? I wonder if I had to take that off of YouTube. Because I'm not, I'm not seeing that. Um, oh, hold on, no, I just found it. Hold on, there we go. So this is my own, this is my own video, YouTube. Because I know yesterday we were showing the bank robbery or something, and YouTube uh, gave me like a copyright strike for whatever reason, because we're showing <laughs> the footage of the bank robbery. But um, so here, let's see. I'm gonna play this so everyone can see this. This is like an old video I did. Um, but yeah, here we go. So here's that. Look at that thing. Look at that. Come on now. It's just the the grip and the, and the, um, the, uh, the forend. Yeah. The forend is wood. I mean, that's really nice. Let's see if we've got a Why better. Why can't we make those? Yeah. Let's see. Here's better footage shooting it. Come on. This was actually at IV-88 that I did all this stuff. Look at that thing warp. Yeah, that's just that's just awesome, man. I would like to see, me, I would like to see these. Let me like look at these. it the next time I come up. Yeah. I think a kit, I think kits for that would be really nice. Um, Walt's is saying Caltech only. I don't know injection. about making. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well. I don't so know about I, making kits for it, but. Yeah. I'll make you one. Oh, well, that's okay. You know, uh, well, you know, I mean, it's kind of selfish for me to be the only one, but I, I, I won't say no. <laughs> yeah, you're going to pay for it. I mean, <laughs> but then it's going to become the Hank. Anyone else that has to get, yeah. that has to get one, you know, has to, uh, <laughs> they've got to, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, they're going to have to have Hank on it, actually. Every, anything that you do for me, just like my, just like the, um, yeah, just like my MP5, MP5 has to have Hank on it from now on. It has to be called the Hank, but um, yeah, you know, the Hank, yeah, uh, that that uh, wood kit is. I think the thing that I heard is that for them, 
making those wood stocks was too much. Would have, yeah. Yeah, it, it was too much work. Been, yeah. yeah. Have you, so have you done anything where you've put like uh, wood through, like wood CNC's or any, you done any of that? Yeah, stuff? and you know, when I was in gunsmith school, I made what? Mm -hmm. Four stocks by hand. Mm hmm. Okay. You know, well, oh, cool. three stocks by hand, and then we could use yeah. the machines on yeah. another one. Everyone's making fun of how I've aged. Yeah, I'm an old dude now. <laughs> this is what happens to you. You're old. You get old. Yeah, I guess I was, I don't know, what, five or six years younger back then? Uh, <laughs> Mr. Lovell says, who's the baby face in that video? Yeah, that's me. Um, and yeah, back when Chad would speak to Hank. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That's before those dudes got uh, rilla mad, rilla mad. Um, oh, here's Richard Hughes sending me. Is this okay? Richard Hughes took a picture of it. He's sending it to me um, when he went to visit. If you want to see it, you can go visit the Caltech factory. This looks like a different wood grain, actually, on this one. Yeah, it does. Yeah, this isn't that same wood grain. So they're making these things. They're making these things, man. I wonder if uh, I can get the 3D models for those. Hmm. If someone could do it, Rich, I think... I might be able to. I think you could do it. I think you could do it, and you could specially make them for people. You know? Um, I might be able to... Yeah. I might be able to get the blueprints for those. Make life yeah. easy. Yeah, that would be... Because it's know. not, you know, it's not something they're going to be selling. You know, and if I was going to make one or two, they, they'd probably just say, here, you know. Maybe. We, we can see. I mean, I know originally they said they were going to sell them, um, and they were going to do a whole nice thing, like have it. I right. think, um, what is that company? Um, uh, there's a company out in, uh, in, in Nevada. Is it bad? Um, what is the name of that company? It's BA something. They make the... They've got a nice w a gun that comes like that. It's um, I think you can get a 300 blackout version. You can get pistol, SBR, yeah. And it comes in a wooden box, like it's in a nice it's in a nice wooden box and everything. And I think they were going to do that. That would have probably been one of the most expensive guns that Caltech sells. <laughs> yeah. But um, it would have been worth it. Um, you know, I'll freaking put that on layaway. You know. I don't know if Caltech does a layaway thing, but, you know. Not for you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, we can't be awesome, you know. I mean, you know, hey, we all can't be awesome. You know, this is the price. Sometimes when you uh, talk about stuff, people get mad. You know, I guess it's what happens. Yeah. It's okay. You know, it's all right. It happened. It's happened plenty of times since then. <laughs> and I'm sure it will happen plenty of times again, you know. Oh, yeah. But I will, I will find a way. I think we can do that, Rich. Um, and I'll see, I'll even get, uh, do, I wonder, I think they made a green version of the RDB, but it doesn't matter. We can get, we can get an RDB um, and really do a whole thing of it, you know, make it green. If it's just the, the grip and the forend, that's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah. But what I'm saying is we could paint that thing OD green, make it look all old school, you know, and do a whole thing on it. Flying Rich is asking about Desert Tech. Are you familiar with the Desert Tech? Uh, yes, that yeah. that's that bullpup bolt action rifle, I think. 
Um, they have that. They've got some. They've got some uh, semi-autos out there now that are pretty cool. So yeah, I've seen Mac has uh, Mac has one that we were talking about yesterday. So really yeah, I nice. think I think years ago, mm-hmm. me and they were talking about doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing a barrel for their uh, doing a barrel on a magazine for their bolt action mm-hmm. for that subsonic 50 caliber round I came up with okay. and it just it just never went anywhere hmm. okay uh, Flying Rich says get a job at Caltech you get a free gun a month that is true from what I hear yeah yeah it is yeah, yeah. Um, you know um, so that's hey you know, that's a that's an awesome thing. I wonder what other gun company. Uh, if I work for BWE, can I get a free? Can I get a free Uzi every month or something? Sure, I'll sell you one for you know double the price. <laughs> that's not free. That's not free. <laughs> you know, that's not free. All right, listen. We hit up against uh, nine. As I as I said to you, man, when we're talking, it's so easy. Uh, to to talk about stuff and hang out with you, so um, you know I really enjoyed this. Uh, oh, Brian Quick is trying to get at me. He says bullpups are the mother-in-law of rifles. Where's the lie? Are you are you pro or anti bullpup? By the way, who me? Yeah. Um, I guess I would lean more towards anti. Oh, you're more anti. Okay. Right. It, it depends on the gun, you know. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. of them, like semi-autos, now I don't like them because mm-hmm. I don't like that chamber right by my face. Mm-hmm. I've seen too many guns go boom. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, guns can blow up. When any gun blows up, it does a lot of damage. We were talking about that 50. Yep. You know, um, so... and it's all It's all luck when they blow up whether yeah. you get hurt or not. Yeah, so I don't think that a bullpup is any more dangerous than um, an AR or any other kind of thing, you know. No, your your face is just closer to it. Uh, perhaps, perhaps, but your face is close enough, you know. I think that that part of the gun where your face would be close to anyway typically is the strongest part of the gun, and then if things blow out, it goes in, you know. You might lose. Look, you might lose. You might lose a shoulder. You might lose a shoulder yeah. or something. You know, um, but you know, you got another one. So have your jaw hanging <laughs> off sideways. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, Champ says, "Glad you're doing better, Richard, and everyone else." Um, yeah, I appreciate uh, everybody's prayers and all. Yeah, Walter means says a lot. Walter says bullpups don't matter. Hashtag bullpups don't matter. Uh, <laughs> um, Jade Grew is asking for something that won't happen. Um, he says uh, you should have Serbu and and Serbu uh, and Richard on at the same time. Um, yeah, I don't like Serbu at all. So that's I've never met him. That's one of the worst dudes in the gun industry, as far as I'm concerned, uh, attitude-wise. He's a pretty horrible person. He has no respect for anyone. So, um, yeah, so that's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> I can just put it that way. I'll tell you guys that, honestly. I, I do, I have met him. 
uh, and I've dealt with him enough to uh, 100% know what I'm telling you. To, so, to not want to do it again. Never again. Never again. Uh, that's a pretty nasty human being right there. Okay. Here, so, you want to borrow this? Uh, it's going to be more than necessary uh, in a situation like that. So, um, uh, so listen, let's, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up here on, and try not to do it on a negative note. But, you know... <laughs> Reality is reality. Oh, now Kiaski's asking. I don't like it. I'm telling you, it's a very nasty person. That's not respectful to anyone, um, and that's like a matter of truth and fact. If you actually talk to people, is an incredibly horrible person to other people, and says a lot of crazy shit, including racist shit and all kinds of horrible things, to um, disrespectful, sexist stuff or whatever. So that's just a reality. That's why you don't, there's one video that I have uh, of me ever doing anything with that guy, and that will be uh, the last one. So, no, never on the podcast before. All right, so, um, <laughs> let's, let's, try to, let's try to end this on a positive note, on a positive note, uh, Richard. I'm just telling you guys so that you, because uh, this is probably things, there's probably stuff that you guys don't know. Um, uh, but <laughs> you know, Walter's saying happy thoughts, happy thoughts. Yeah, happy thoughts. Yeah, Walter's trying to be positive. Walter uh, knows a lot about that uh, situation. Okay, so Rich, tell the folks out there if um, you know if they're looking to get some stuff from BWE. I know you're working your way back or working your way through the yep, stuff that's the orders you know, already there, out there's there. There's a lot of stuff that's out of stock right now, but mm -hmm. you know. Give me a month or two and most everything should be back in stock. Uh, barrels, I can't guarantee because I've been waiting for an order of barrel blanks for a year now. And they're saying maybe this summer, maybe, mm -hmm. please, I hope. Uh, but you can go on my website, bwefirearms.com. I've got my store on there. You can get Uzi parts and MK760 parts and whatnot. Uh, I'm on all the social medias. Uh, what mines Facebook Instagram it's all versions of BWE firearms uh, I'm on uh, full 30 uh, YouTube uh, rumble yeah well, you, I there? think you were telling me the other Big day shooter. you have yeah you were you're you're on uh, you're on Gunstreamer, but you were having some issues with that. Yeah, I can't I upload to anything to Gunstreamer. I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah, I haven't had a chance uh, to look into it, um, but I need, but I need the to. The funny thing is you uploaded a video the other day, I think. Didn't you? Um, maybe the auto uploads are still going. Do you have it set up where it uploads from YouTube automatically? I, th I thought I did, but yeah. you know, okay. that doesn't mean anything. You know. Yeah, we have to look into it. I have to look into, find out what's going on with Gunstreamer and all that. I haven't spoken to the guy who uh, took over the reins over there. Probably that's one of the things I need to find some time and look into. But yes. Yeah, find out what's going on with them. But, yeah. you know, Rich, Richard, Full 30, um, yeah, you're on there. You're on full thirty. I'm you're, on there. Yeah. You're on the YouTube. So I'm on the YouTube. Yeah, you're on Parlor. All those good places. Yeah, Parlor, Facebook, uh, Minds. Mm -hmm. What else is there? Bit shoot. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to spread myself around. So yeah, I'm on Library TV, man. <laughs> yeah, I try to get on. I try to get on them. I'm on li uh, Library TV. 
Oh, are you? Yeah. Um, I haven't tried the library thing yet. Yeah, that's like uh, backed by blockchain, so we'll see yeah, if that so. lasts longer. Yeah, we'll see if it lasts longer. All right, well, that's you guys, you found out the places there that you need to connect. Big thanks to Bar Newell's for uh, sponsoring the podcast. We appreciate them doing that. You guys can find Performance Steel Case Ammunition from Bar Newell's. Bar Newell's, I think that's the way it was supposed to, to say it. Uh, Walter is reminding me happy thoughts here. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to run in the end, and then I'm going to come back here and Richard Hoffman's going to give us some words of wisdom. For a man who went through the desert, these better be good words of wisdom, uh, Richard. Man. I'm going to let you uh, think on that here for a second. A uh, big shout-out to U.S. Law Shield. If you guys uh, ha- don't have uh, protection, get up with U.S. Law Shield. We do have a uh, link in the description. And I'm actually trying to get those guys to come on the show so we can have them talk to you all. But you can go through that, save some money, and uh, help us out at the same time if you check the description of this video or the, the audio side of the podcast. If you're listening to it, we've got the links in there. Let me run in the end. We'll be right back. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Hope you guys smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell out there. We appreciate you all listening to us. We're going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all the other places that you enjoy listening to your audio podcast uh, from. (laughs) Walter's saying, I find your lack of Christmas disturbing. Uh, (laughs) He's watching a lot of Star Wars stuff right now. Rich, give us some words of wisdom, man. Words of wisdom that I learned the hard way. Take your butts to the doctor and let them stick the camera off the old poop chute to make sure you don't have colon cancer. Because it ain't fun. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree with that. And I'm so glad you're here. Hope you're, you know, glad you're feeling better. Hope that, you know, doing this show and this kind of stuff helps keep the spirits up and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Everybody here has done a lot for my spirits, and I appreciate it. Awesome. So does my wife. It gets me out of the house for two hours. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Two hours of heaven. Two hours of heaven. (laughs) Uh, She doesn't have to listen to my dumb ass. (laughs) Shout out to Mickey as well. We appreciate her. Um, All right. So we're out of here, guys. We will see you tomorrow. We're out. Peace.